When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi everyone, this is Anne-Marie. Are you a coach and struggling to make money in your coaching practice? Do you find it hard to sell your products and programs? Well, according to my guest today, there are many coaches who are highly skilled in what they do, but they find it very difficult to get new clients. And if this describes you and where you're at in your business, you're going to love today's guest and what she has to share. Joining me today is Hilary Rubin. Hilary is a spiritual life and business coach helping women around the world create lasting change to live a more soul-fulfilling life. She's been featured in the Los Angeles Times, the Yoga Journal and the DailyWorth.com and was named one of the top 25 women entrepreneurs to love in 2012. Now on today's show, Hillary is going to share the secret to being more creative and removing what is in the way of you creating in your business and your life how to find your niche, who you are really here to help as an expert, and she says it's easy peasy, and how to find out what people really want and make it easy to create a program without having to invest tons of money first and so much more. So welcome to the call, Hillary. Oh, well, I'm really happy to be here. So I don't know if there's feedback. So I'm excited just listening to all the intro. I'm like, I want to listen to this podcast, but I'm doing the interview. <laughs> yes. <So>. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's great too that you're sharing your expertise in an area that I know many ambitious entrepreneurs and especially coaches and service-based business owners, they struggle with is getting clients, getting known. So what do you think is the most important thing an inspiring coach can spend time on? What needs to be mastered to really reach that levels of success? The levels of success in what way? What do you mean specifically? Well, mm-hmm. I think a lot of business owners, when they start the business, particularly coaches, they want to make an impact in the world and, and support mm-hmm. their clients, but also have it be reflected in their income and in what they're charging and getting paid what they're worth. And this seems to be a constant struggle for them. Yeah, it's interesting. People get into wanting to have uh, service-based businesses, online practices. A lot of coaches are like, I'm going to make an online business and I'm going to make six figures. And there's all these promises that a lot of coaches, I mean, I have a coach training program, The Art of Becoming a Coach. Mm -hmm. I'm not a certified coach. FYI, people, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. I have a PhD in street smarts and I have evolved as just to, to let people know, like I was a yoga teacher who worked in brick and mortar that evolved as a coach and then brought my business fully online. And it took a few years to do this. Mm. So one of the things is a lot of people get started 
and are really excited and have these expectations. And then they follow other people's. One of the biggest mistakes is that people really follow other people's systems and they copy a lot of stuff and whether it's websites or what they do. And it's just noise. Mm. So one of the things is it's looking at to be successful. It's A, you got to define the success. And B, when it comes to clients, you got to look at what your relationship is as a client, as someone who's paid for services, what you've invested in yourself, um, and really look at that. And then it's also really being clear of who it is you are seeking to coach. Mm. Now, people get out of coaching school and they have no business sense and they just want to coach their friends. And the biggest thing is they're more afraid to ask or even price or value what they do. What I found is you can do a workshop in your living room, right? You can invite, you can go to mm-hmm. the yoga studio, a chiropractic office, real estate brokers. It's really looking at what you can leverage that is in your network, mm-hmm. that is easy for you, follow the breadcrumbs. To me, doing something live and speaking to people and then offering anyone, offering a sheet that they fill out to get a discovery session or clarity session and knowing that in those enrollment calls or discovery calls that you're not coaching. You're actually diagnosing and having people enroll themselves to work with you. So it's really service-based. And when we look at service-based, that means you're showing up in service and you're not focused on the money. You're focused on making the difference, which I know so many people are interested in. And we're going to talk about the niching and some of that other stuff. So Mm. I just believe taking a few steps back and making it really easy for yourself of, okay, who do I know in my network? Where can I do a talk? Where can I start connecting with people? My first coaching clients were in person and I went to their homes and then I realized I, you know, cause I was used to doing that when I transitioned. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people who get in coaching, look at what you did before you coached and look at what was that field and were you working in corporate? Were you a, are you a chiropractor? You know, and actually looking and leveraging what you already have available to you is mm-hmm. going to make it easier for you to start doing workshops that can lead into coaching and really building that. Yeah, so I love that. that and was- I think it's such a great reminder, Hilary, in what you mentioned earlier about how so many aspiring coaches, they look at, okay, what is everybody else doing? And they try and yeah. emulate, they try and copy, which can be really overwhelming. And because some of those people that we may look up to and respect could have been in business for years. And if we're trying to reach their level of success right when we're starting, of course, it can be really overwhelming. So just reminding as you said, look at what you bring to the table, look at what your previous experience and then really leverage that because that's who your ideal clients is is certainly going to fall in love with your content, what you share and how you can, can support them, which absolutely leads to the next question. I think so many aspiring entrepreneurs and coaches tend to struggle with, and that is defining who their ideal client is because they, they look at their services and they think I can work with everyone I can help everyone yeah. so what do you have to share as far as supporting people and identifying yeah. the best way to really nail down their ideal yeah. client or, or target audience yeah here's the thing you're not coaching your peers you're coaching beginners mm-hmm. you're coaching people who are a few steps behind you that's something to be really, really get into your head. And some of the programs that people offer and what I teach in the art of becoming a coach is I do teach a three month, a six month, different structures of how to really help people through 
their point A to their point B, right? Where they are and where they want to go, essentially. So when you're looking at like who your ideal client is, if you're there coaching saying, I'm going to help you coach to have a seven-figure business and you don't have one, I would suggest maybe finding something a little closer that you know something about. Mm. A lot of promises of what they can do because they just get really excited. And so to me, the easy thing is this. As opposed to creating like a customer avatar, right, which is something that, let's say, Marie Forleo talks about, Eben Pagan, which was like from Eben Pagan. Mm-hmm. You know, there's different ways of like, who's my ideal client? Essentially, I really believe that everyone that is a coach is essentially coaching a previous version of themselves, right? It's a previous version of themselves that could be 10 years ago, three years ago, or even three months ago. Um, So it's really looking at your own timeline of what you've overcome, what you've learned, what successes you've had, your failures, your fears. And it's really in your own experience, regardless of whatever training you've had. Now, we want to make it easy. And the easy thing about it is most people that I'm I'm guessing that have listened to this have had some coaching clients, right? Or they've had some practice coaching or whatever in your business. Mm -hmm. So what I would say is the more you can talk to people, the more you get on the phone to people on your list or social media and you get curious, you listen to them What are they looking for? What are they seeking? What are they struggling with? Then what I teach is to look at the common denominator. For me, when I stepped back and looked at my clients and said, what do they all have in common? Their struggles, their challenges, their turning points, what they love, what they're into. Then I was able to see who my ideal client was. They were college educated, higher education, which I'm not, you know, which is Mm -hmm. really cool. Mm -hmm. A lot of them had PhDs or were therapists. They were all in a turning point. Like I was looking at the words that they were telling me as I'm at a turning point in my life, right? I've been living my life as the way my parents wanted me to. I want to live a life on my own terms, right? I want to make change happen and it really have not a, a rubber band effect. So they were into yoga and meditation and spiritual growth. And then their problems and their issues, I also started to notice a bunch of them were coaches, So then I was like, oh my God, all these coaches are coming to be coached by me. So when you look at your testimonials, can give you a great insight of who your ideal client is because they tell you what they overcame. But really looking at what is the commonness of the people who either ask you for help, come to you all the time, what do they have in common? Because that is showing you who your ideal client is. And to understand that your ideal client is in different stages, right? There's a big mistake that people make, which I'll share in a moment. However, is when somebody is a coach, there's somebody who's starting a coaching practice. There's somebody who's thinking about starting a coaching practice. There's somebody who's been in business for a couple years. And then there's someone who wants to maybe change their direction of coaching. Mm -hmm. And then there's maybe somebody who wants to go from make a money jump or something. So if you look at it, your ideal client is also in different phases. Mm. So you want to really pay attention to that. And the other thing I want to say the big mistake is, which we teach in The Art of Becoming a Coach, is that a lot of people, your ideal client, you want them to be in a certain stage. If you are going after, like, I'm going to save people, and that's part of your message... I would highly recommend you stepping back and seeing that you're not here to be the triage and the ambulance and to save people Okay. because they're never going to give you money. They are going to buy a book maybe, or they're going to do maybe go to a therapist or counseling because (laughs) 
when somebody's in an urgent situation and survival situation, like they're not looking for coaching. Mm -hmm. When someone is, you know, there's a stage, if you look at it this way, people go to parties and network and then they tell everybody they need to hire a coach. However, the person that you're telling, like you're sitting and this person's eating junk food and you're a health coach and you're like, oh my God, you shouldn't be eating that. It's going to totally be bad for your cholesterol. Now that person is not interested in cholesterol. They don't think they have a problem. They're totally fine tooting along. And you're talking to someone who's not looking for any help. Then you might meet someone who is like a couple steps further of that person who's also not looking for help, right? They're in a stage where they're like, yeah, whatever, like I'm cruising along and I'm just going to take this magic pill to work for me. I'm not interested in doing any work. And then people talk to that person. Then you get to a point who somebody already kind of crashed. They have the cholesterol thing. Then they go to the doctor because they're in an urgent, like, saving space. Yeah. The people that are your ideal, not only your ideal clients, but the people who are ready to take the step are the people who've gotten out of the big mess, right, survived the big whatever it was. They maybe read some books, maybe they did some therapy, they've done some things and now they're at a place where they're looking for you and exactly the tools that you're sharing and they're saying, okay, I'm ready for someone to really help me, right? Mm -hmm. I really want to upgrade my tools or upgrade my strategies and I have no idea how I'm going to do it. Sure. And that's really when you want to get, that's when people say yes to working with you. Mm, Such a great point. And I mean, there's a few things that I'd love to to spend a bit of time on. One of them is what you were just talking about and how if the marketing message is all about saving, you know, clients and wanting to help them in that way, it's really going to attract the wrong type of client. So as I hear you describing that, I can see that it is from the message that a coach is portraying in her marketing message. Is it also a mindset shift as well as, as kind of, okay, I recognize that my ideal client is going to be at a certain stage in his or, or her business. So it's being really aware of that as well as making sure that the marketing message is aligned to that type of client that she wants to, oh, yeah. to target. Is there anything else that you see, look, aspiring coaches or coaches need to really have this in place so they do attract the right type of clients? Well, the main thing is this is, I'm going to say is line up 30 calls that you can have that are 15 minute conversations or Mm -hmm. 10 calls and ask questions. What's your biggest frustration? What is it that you're looking for next in your field of your gateway problem, right? Is it around money that you're coaching? Are you coaching around health? Are you Mm -hmm. coaching around relationships? Are you coaching around business? Know what your focus is, you know, like what is the thing that comes so easy to you you know, that's the secret. The thing that's easy for you that you think is no big deal is what your ideal client is <laughs> is suffering with. Yes. And you're thinking it needs to be harder or fancier than it needs to be. So when you're teaching to a beginner or you're coaching to a beginner, not a peer, it's easier. So the thing is that you got to look at what comes easy to you. You got to look at how you're communicating it. Are you using passive language or active language? Are you speaking on your website all about you? Your message isn't your pictures of your website Everything around your marketing or your branding is what your why is, what you stand for, what you believe in, what your philosophy is, what you agree with, what you disagree with. Yes. Right? It's about taking a stand and standing out, 
and using your personal story, using what you've overcome, there's no overnight successes. It doesn't exist. Mm. So the more you're you and the more you just say, hey, I'm going to go on to Facebook and I'm going to ask a question of how many people here are finding a hard time with their marketing message. Say you're a coach around marketing. You're just going to go into the social media and go, who here finds their marketing message confusing and wants some help? And then you talk to those people and then you start to see what their struggle is and where they're at. And the more that you're out there to talk to people the things that they say are going to help you have better marketing and better copy. Your testimonials are totally hidden with copy, benefits, Mm -hmm. and everything. So most likely, you know, the thing is this is know who you're talking to. And then the other thing is look at when you hired a coach. Look at when you bought a program. Look at the programs that you bought. Look at the promises that were given and look and see whether it was delivered or not, right? So do the homework on what your own investment has. If you've never hired a coach and you're a coach, please hire a coach. (laughs) Please invest in the thing you want people to invest in. Mm. That's probably the bigger, a huge shift. And the mindset thing, if I was to get into that, because it is the inner game, is really looking at where your awareness is, what your intention is. You know, if you're just doing this because you're like, oh my God, and you have this desperation around money, get a side gig, do something on the side Mm -hmm. because people can feel that. And I will say the success of my business, I have a six figure business, which, you know, it happened in 20 last year or 2013. And it took me time to cross over. And when I did it, I was like always kind of teetering. And it finally really happened was when I became more generous, when I became more curious, Mm -hmm. when I actually created my website to not be about me, but be about the person who visits. And one of the biggest mistakes that I see in marketing messages, hi, this is me. And look what I can, I did. And like, hi, you know, like, it's like, I don't care about Mm. you. I'm coming as a visitor going, what's going to change for me? I'm Googling whatever I need help with. So when I come to your website, speak to me, speak to my, what I'm going through. Tell me what can shift. Tell me that you understand that I have a disbelief. Tell me that you've been there and tell me that you may have a way to help me out. Meet me where I'm at and do that in your messaging as opposed to just having this flashy, sexy sight of how cool you are. And they're pretty, but a pretty website doesn't convert. Yeah, such golden nuggets you're you're sharing there, Hillary. One thing I think is a great reminder (laughs) is that you were saying, you know, get out there, start networking, have conversations, because how often do we hold ourselves back because we think I have to have everything right. But what you're saying is that through that evolution, through you having conversations with people, you are collecting the evidence that will, you know, continue to really prove, yes, this is who I'm meant to And another thing I think is just so valuable, it's such a valuable lesson. How often do we take our knowledge, what we have as far as experience that we can offer someone of incredible value, but we look at it, well, you know, anyone can do that, or that's not really that valuable. But what you're saying is, hang on a second, someone who is your ideal client is not at the level where you are at. So you can provide immense value to them through showcase, it was through sharing that knowledge and support. And I think that's such a great reminder for all of us in business. 
I mean, in order for me, I didn't go the cert- coach certification route. I had a yoga certification. I also had a 12-year career in fashion and PR mm-hmm. and marketing, and I was a stylist. And so if I look at the breadth of my life, if you guys write a timeline, this is an exercise that I do with my in the Art of Becoming Coach, you put a timeline of all your experience, your failures, what you've done, and what you look at it, and what you've overcome, and what comes easy to you in this it's just really easy because then you're going to see like, oh my God, people come to me for help in this. Mm. I never realized that I could actually coach people around organization. Like I never realized that like I may really have a gift at organization. So putting that timeline and seeing it, you're going to see what's there. Yes. You know, for me, I was a stylist, a fashion editor. I produced fashion shows. I had my own businesses, different PR. I did yoga teacher training, you know, all this different stuff. And so today for me to teach, what came easy to me was transitioning from yoga teacher to coach, right? Mm -hmm. I was able to do that quickly and confidently and get paid. And so I didn't really do a lot of practice free coaching, even though I do say, do, I mean, I did beta stuff and lower price stuff to start getting out there to build my confidence. And I do highly believe if you find a new area that you're interested in coaching around, do a few beta clients, you know, do a few free stuff to go, whoa, I can actually do this. And then it might change the trajectory or the focus of where your business is going and make it a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. The other thing I was going to say, and um, I am pregnant, so I'm about to have a baby in a few couple weeks. (laughs) So there's a little bit of my baby brain happening, which is funny. (laughs) What I wanted to say is, because I'm really passionate about the topic, is that when I realized that everybody was coming to me in a program that I was in, they were coming to me to interview me around how I became a coach. Mm -hmm. And there was like about 40 people. And I was like, wait a minute. The first year, I just kind of did a call and answered questions. And then eventually, I realized, I was like, you know, I think I can actually help people become coaches. Like, it's the art of becoming a coach. I can help them do this. This is what I did. And it came easy to me. So I had somebody interview me how I did it. And then we were able to break it down and create a curriculum. So that's what you can do is like, how did I do this thing? If I didn't look back at what I did easily, what I did easily is what I'm helping people do with a 17-week program. And I had help with putting it together and because this was the thing that came easy to me. Mm. So it took me years to figure that out because I was on the road. And this is a mindset shift of it has to be hard. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be challenging. Well, why can it why be? Why it? can't it be easy? Mm. Like, what if it was easy? Mm. And the easy stuff, it doesn't mean it isn't a lot of work. It's just that you are, when everyone says, oh, you're an expert, you're an expert, like that word's so overused. The main thing is, what are the kinds of things that you've done in your life that were just a no-brainer to you? It was just who you were as a person. You had courage to move to another country. You were able to leave corporate and downsize and do this. Whatever it is, there are people who want to do that, that don't know how to do it or where to start. And that's where your gold is that you can help people with it, whether it's a group program or a one-on-one, and that you can start interviewing and talking to people about it and then start to change the direction of your business, which you don't have to change your website, but you can start doing it on the side to see if A, you like it, B, people get results, and then you can start moving in that direction. Mm. You don't have to throw a lot of money at it but you can get paid to do it. Mm. And you've de- that's so important. And you've just kind of shared, okay, how the, the, the evolution and the creation of your, your program yeah. started. So I, I know a lot of coaches or even aspiring coaches, 
that was what they dream of, developing a program that when they yep. launch, clients just step into it because, <laughs> hey, they, they love that. So I'd love you to speak a little bit more about how people can figure out what it is that they want to offer and, more importantly, that it will be well received because how many stories do you hear of people putting well, their heart and soul in creating something, they launch yeah. it and all of none step into yep. to it? Yeah, well, first I'll say that was me in 2012. And prior to that, I'll say my first group coaching program had two people in it. Mm -hmm. It was a 12-week program. There were two women. I was coaching women who were diagnosed with multiple sclerosis because in the beginning of my coaching, because I was diagnosed with MS and I'm symptom and medication-free, and I Mm -hmm. thought I was going to save the world and save everybody who dealt with autoimmune diseases. I was rejected. It was people were in so much debt because of medical stuff in America and even mm. Canada. And I did have a lot of my clients globally that were dealing with health stuff and it was draining. I didn't like it. And I had to go through that. So I launched programs and two people signed up and I had to get on the phone with people to enroll them. It was not a click of a button. Okay. okay. It was not that. And I'm going to say, if you have an expectation that you're going to put it out there and you're just going to get clicks of buttons right away, I hope you do. I don't know anyone who's done it the first time. You know, the first way of launching, people don't understand launching. They don't understand the marketing. They don't understand the timeline. And usually you can learn from, I have a lot of friends of mine that do it, is that you're going to learn by trial and error, right? So the first, I do have a solution though that will save you tons of time and money how to do it because I did figure it out after I flopped. Mm -hmm. In 2012, I put about $10,000 into the sideways sales letter, right? Jeff Walker's stuff. If you guys know Jeff Walker, he does mm-hmm. the whole site. And he's not bad. I never bought his program. I just looked at other people who did do his program. And I'm that person who, like, can figure shit out. Yeah. So I look under the hood. Always look under the hood of how people are doing stuff and see if you like it and if it, it moved you because then you can incorporate it and use it and tweak it to make it work for you. That's kind of one of my gifts, yeah. right? I can just figure stuff out. And mm-hmm. I'm... I'm okay with the uncertainty and falling on my face because I've done it so many times, which allows me, if I fail a lot, I become an expert, right? That's what I can do to tell you guys. So here's the deal. So I did $10,000, got the video person who was working with another big coach because I figured if I spent all the money on the right people that helped all these other people who have seven-figure businesses, it has to work, right? Mm -hmm. If I do it. So I did the whole thing and wrote the scripts and did this thing and all of it. I'll tell you the last video when I had to ask for the sale, that's when all my stuff came up. So that's where our stuff comes up usually is when we are having the money conversation, right? That's a big mindset clearing that everybody needs to clear up is their money stuff. So, but what I'm going to say is, okay, so nobody signed up. I was like, are you kidding me? Mm. Nobody applied. I felt horrible. I was just like, I failed. I put all this money into it. And then I spoke to a colleague who said, well, what's worked before? I said, when I get on the phone and speak to people, I can enroll people easy. I'm really good at that. She's like, okay, so offer 15 minute calls. So I did that, right? So I contacted people. I had 15 minute conversations. Then boom, you know what I found out? Mm -hmm. What I did before is what people wanted from me. I was recreating the wheel thinking I had to do it because I saw somebody else do it, right? So this is one of the things is if you see somebody else do it and you think you need to do it, ask yourself the question, why am I doing this? Am yeah. I doing it because I think I need to do it? Or maybe what I've been doing, I can expand on that. So what happened was, is I enrolled people, about nine people to work with me one-on-one. 
in a 12-week program because that's what was already successful for me. Plus, I then had a six-week or whatever group program, which they got at a bonus, and I enrolled people into that. So in the end, it worked, but I had to work hard. I had hustle. I was exhausted. I had to create content. I mean, it was a lot of energy. And at the end of the year, I really learned. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, this can be different. And then what I did at the end of the year is what I'm going to tell you guys now so you can save your thousands of dollars. You're trying to be sexy and be the next whatever you're seeing and really make it work. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is what I did is this. Remember when I mentioned to you, well, all these people were asking me about how I became a coach. And then I thought, well, maybe I can help somebody else become a coach. There might be a system that I just don't realize yet what it is because I just did it. So there's something, you talk to a bunch of people, you find out what people are looking for, you find out if that lines up with something that you can do easily that maybe they're struggling with. So for me, it was becoming a coach. So then I posted and said, hey, are people interested in becoming a coach without certification, blah, 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 right? What I learned, and yes, so I had interviews, I spoke to about 25 women, asking them a series of simple questions, three questions. So it was like, what are you struggling with? Tell me a little bit about the coaching. What have you been looking for? And then they were telling me. And then I said, have you ever enrolled in a group program before? Yes, I have. Have you had success? Yes, I have. Okay, great. This is what I'm doing. I'm doing a beta program, right? So I did a beta group coaching Mm -hmm. means testing. It was six weeks. And I said, this is what we're going to do. It's so you're going to help me and I'm going to help you. And it's going to be six weeks of helping you design your own system and find your own uniqueness of coaching and da 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 da. Are you in? I sent them an email, right? I sent, and then I had 12 women pay $300 for six weeks. Mm-hmm. So I got paid to do the beta. We did the beta. So follow this. You guys, you talk to people. Are they looking for this solution to this thing? I didn't have it figured out. I didn't have it mapped out. It wasn't about being perfect. Prior to that, I was interviewed by someone to help me figure out what my system was. So at least I had an idea that I could talk about what I was doing. Then I spoke to them. Then I shot them. I sent them an email saying, here's what it's going to be. It was a no sales page and it had a link to PayPal for 300 bucks. And then a couple of them had questions. So I had an additional 15 minute call and then we enrolled 12 people. Maybe two of them got it for free. But because I I did some bartering for some stuff I needed help with, which I'll tell you, everybody does in their programs. And there's tons of people who do stuff for free. And so we did the six week program. I got testimonials. Woohoo. So I went through that. And then basically one of the girls that was in it became my program developer. So she helped my program director. So this person was more of a left brain. So she could help me really comb out. And then we looked at everything and we had testimonials, which then allowed me to And the name of the program was something else. It wasn't the art of becoming a coach. It was in the program that failed prior that year. I was like, Mm -hmm. I'll just use that domain. Mm -hmm. So I had to throw that away. So what you do is you figure it out. You do the interviews. You know, then you do a beta program, paid or free. It's up to you. And then you say to them, well, you're going to, in addition to paying for this, you get a free spot in my program when I do it again, right? So what you're doing is setting yourself up to follow through. That's one of my things I do for myself. Mm -hmm. I sell stuff that then I have to deliver. Then basically the next year we went through and we made it into a 12-week program. And then when I launched it, I really took the time to stop reading other people's stuff, stop getting other people's information. And intuitively using meditation and using my own process, 
of masterminding with people who believe in me and where I was able to soundboard, you know, play with a lot of brainstorming, I was able to go, okay, it's the art of becoming a coach. The testimonials helped me write the copy, right? So all these interviews and everything gave me the things to make it easy. And then we launched it. And and I did a three-tier launch because I was like, you know how I want to launch it is this. I want to do a pre-launch, which gave me money and also gave me money to build it and also gave me the encouragement to do it because people wanted it. So we had enough people who said yes to the first round of the pre-enrollment. Then we closed enrollment. We did a three-level enrollment. The second enrollment, the price went up. And then we had a group of people come in and then we closed it. And then we did a third one for full price. Yeah. So I did a three tier. And then this year we did a two tier and we've now it's going to be about 200 people, almost 200 people in the past two years that I've gone through the program. Mm. So the first year, 2012, we were building it, creating content and everything the whole time. This year it was easy because we only redid a little bit of content And it was easier because I did it the year before, Mm. but then I did some different things with launching. So the key and the secret is this, what is it that you have overcome in your own life that you think is no big deal that, that perhaps you might be interested in helping other people to do, get somebody to interview you, how you did it, what your system would be. Maybe look at what people come to you for that you've been ignoring. Maybe they are asking you for business coaching, but you're like, I'm not a business coach. Maybe you have some experience that you could do it. Have the interviews and talk with people, whether it's Facebook groups or other people. Get in front of people and talk to them, as many as you can. Then you can just send an email. It could be a free beta, short four-week, five-week. Have somebody help you with the curriculum. And then basically get your testimonials. Get the different things that you get. And then from there, use that as your building blocks for doing the program maybe longer okay, we need more implementation, we need this, this, and this. And then when you do the next launch, ask yourself, what kind of experience do I want to create, right? Do I want to do a telesummit that's going to launch it? That's like a basic, th- a very popular thing people do. Now everything's about, oh, I'm going to do a challenge. Mm. Um, I really believe the best thing to do is like, hey, I'm going to do this sample because you're going to have a sh- tons of content you can move to your list of other stuff. You do like a three-day experience or a five-day experience where people can experience content and talking with you. And then basically you can open the cart. You can have pre-sales and then like anybody who signs up gets a certain price, give them different limiters, different bonuses. So you have a limited number because people always want that. They usually want one-on-one with you. So you can have like 10 one-on-one 30-minute like strategy sessions so there's a lot of different ways that you can do it. And the key is bringing the value. And then, so you don't have to spend a lot of money in the beginning. And then maybe if it doesn't work, you're like, okay, cool. Well, I learned that maybe it's going to go in this direction. Mm. So I know it's a lot and I'm speaking fast, but. Amazing. Um, to just, me, just it's brilliant. a simpler way. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You, know, you know, you don't need to do wish list. If you have a WordPress site, just do a password protected site mm. and get a plugin for your audios. Put your PDFs in there. Like just make it easy and simple and professional looking because then you can grow it into being whatever it's going to be. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like 
I, don't I think have to spend that much money for what you have just shared is absolute brilliance. I, and thank you so much for that transparency because so many people get disillusioned when they have done exactly what you said you were a number of years ago, where they launch yeah. something and they think, "What's wrong with me? All of these other people are launching and they say their programs are filled and all that." But it's you know bullshit. what? Yeah, it's it's behind the scenes, what's going on? And a lot of them have been in business for many, many years, and so they've done a lot of what you you are saying. So having you just lay that out as you've done, what a brilliant uh, model to follow. And it's such a great reminder that, yes, you may launch something and you may want 20 or 30 or however many people in it, but it takes time to grow and and develop. And um, when we look at it that way, it's certainly far more uplifting, I think, when we hear a story such as what you've shared today, because now you're launching programs with with 200 people in it. And yeah, so thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, I mean, the thing that's really funny is that, like, this is something that I want to do as a program to help people do, and what we're calling it is Beta to Brilliance, Mm. which is funny. So from Beta to Brilliant, and the thing is, is that, like, there's certain people who just have been at it at a long time. There are people who, and I'm using Marie Forleo or Laura Roeder, I mean, these are people who I learned from, who I've observed, you know, they're very smart, they spend a lot of money on their coaching and their training, Mm. they know business, right? And It's like the reason that both of them are really successful, and I know specifically for Marie, learning from Marie, was because she was curious. Because it wasn't about her. It was about other people. And if you look at her business, she was all about relationship. And then she grew into business and she brought everything together. And everybody looks at her stuff and then everybody wants to be at the level of where she's at now. And it's like if you look at – when I did a program with her in two thousand eight or nine, she was shooting video. I mean, her website, when she crossed to a a million dollar business, um, she had a video on her website that was shot in her kitchen where her fiance and her stepson were in the video. Like it wasn't all fancy in the beginning. Yeah. And now she has the money now. And, And that's the thing is when you have mentors or you're looking for people to help you, it's like understanding that she was at it for 10 years already. Yeah. She was at it for so long. And there's no, I say this all the time, there is no such thing as an overnight success. Mm-hmm. And so if you're willing to experiment and have uncertainty, this is the mindset, is like not looking at what you're doing wrong or what's wrong with you. It's that every time, it's like you have two people in a program, you teach two people in a program. If you're basically going, all right, listen, I'm going to, you do whatever you need to do. You're going to do the group program, do a beta program, test it. Before you do the beta program, what if you workshop it in your living room? Do a workshop in your living room and invite people over to do it. It's like, it's not a failure. You might realize that like the live coaching thing might be really great for you. And that might be something that's really like live events and being in front of people. And that might just be like, wow, you know, let me create something that feels really good And just go with those things as opposed to looking at what everyone else is doing and thinking you need to or should do this or that. Yeah. The other thing is like for me with the new program we just launched, Meditate, Create, Liberate, which is an eight-week meditation and coaching e-course, was something back in 2012 when I did my big launch. I had all these meditations and I was like, someday I'm going to make this something. And it sat for two years. Well, guess what happened in those two years? Mm -hmm. I had to grow as a person. I had to evolve as a coach. 
I had to evolve as a business owner. I had to release resistance obstacles. I had to become a better manager in my business. Like I had all these things I had to grow. And then all of a sudden this year being pregnant and I was like, you know, this is the year I'm going to make this happen. And it was my second trimester and I'm working with the name and my team is saying, no, I don't like the name, meditate, create, liberate. And like, nope, like it. It works for me. I'm done with the art of this, the breakthrough to coaching experience because we did a big This year we did do, and I'll share that in a second actually because this will be a good tip for you guys. So basically we created this eight-week e-course which is really about 11 weeks and I just dove in. It's my best work and it couldn't have happened any other time. It needed two years. So some of the things that may not happen for you now, just validate yourself and tell yourself you're doing a good job. And if you have to put it on the side, let it sit on the side because in a year or a couple years, it may come up where you're like, wait a minute, that content is perfect for this. And now I'm more clear of who it's going to help. So sometimes our creativity and our ideas as entrepreneurs are ahead of our times. I mean, it's like Leonardo da Vinci, he was designing washing machines back then. Hieronymus Bosch was designing malls and, and like they were seeing things. They were visionary. It didn't exist yet. So some of the things that you're doing might just be a little bit down the road for you to grow into. Like sometimes our ideas in our business are things that we grow into in order to bring out. And that's why when we pull back and look at what's closer to what we've overcome or closer to what's come easy to us, it makes it easier to then bring that out as an offering, especially after we speak to people. So after speaking with people telling me, what their issues were. I was like, okay, meditate, create, liberate. It's happening. We're doing this. You know, I'm changing my business model. It's part of me changing my business model to have people have this e-course. And I'm very blessed to have created it because it's, it's amazing. Like it is so good. And I'm saying that and believing in my stuff because I want you guys to believe in what you're doing too. (laughs) Uh, It has everything you need. It's Mm -hmm. all the stuff I do with my one-on-one coaching, which is thousands of dollars. So for under 200 bucks, it's people get to really get, find their own information, their own intuition, and no longer take all this information from the experts and the gurus. Like even my information, some of the stuff you might go, oh my God, I'm going to follow what you did. And it might not work for you because maybe there's something that you need to do that's different. I can't guarantee anything. None of us can. And Hillary, that's such a good point. Can you share with us how people can get to know more about you, your, your web links? Where can sure. we go for that? Sure. So for basically I'm talking about Meditate, Create, Liberate. So you just go to meditatecreateliberate.com and there's actually a seven-day mini e-course test drive and you can actually see my opt-in page, right? Like actually look at what I'm doing so mm-hmm. you can actually might want to do this for something is create a really cool opt-in that gives a lot of value and it has a lot of cool stuff in it that can get you started on creating your life and your business on your own terms and really cleaning out the crap that's in your head and give you some good coaching steps and some things to do. HillaryRubin.com, H-I-L-L-A-R-Y-R-U-B-I-N.com. Check out my site, come along and for the ride and look and see how my website's not about me. Look at how each of my pages, like really look under the hood at how my clarity session page is there, like how the website is functioning, not to copy me because it's not like I'm anything special, 
I'm just saying, look at how my about page is done and look at how my website, most of the stuff is about the people who are showing up. Yeah. And if that's anything that you can shift, you know, that is something that little tweaks like that, even just a tweak to your about page will be great. And the other thing is, is your about page and your testimonial page are the two pages that those are the pages that people go to. Okay. So that's pretty huge for all you guys, you know, and again, if you see the other tip I'm going to say is if you have any newsletters that you're on, that when you open them or read them, you feel like crap, please unsubscribe (laughs) and really take less information in Mm. and get out to museums, work out, exercise, find other ways to be inspired and really look at other people's other kinds of businesses, what they do so that maybe there's something you want to bring into the game or bring into your business to make it uniquely yours and create an experience for people that they're not going to find anywhere else. Mm, so I mean, important. that's huge. Huge, huge, huge. My goodness, I think everybody has taken down so many notes and definitely <laughs> go back and listen to the, to the show again. So many golden nuggets. Thank you so much for coming on the show and, and sharing your brilliance with us, Hillary. Oh, well, I just, you can see how passionate I am and fully pregnant (laughs) and totally passionate. And I just, I love coaches and I love entrepreneurs and I want everyone to know that you're doing a good job. Please validate yourself. Even if you, you're messing up big time, validate yourself and come from a place of really believing in yourself and know that every step you take is always progress. You know, there's no wasting time. There's no this or that. And failing as fast and having some amusement will really take you a long way. So I look forward to connecting with you. I look forward, you know, if you're on Twitter, I'm at Hillary Rubin, Facebook. I don't really hang out on my business Facebook page. Find me. Um, and also through the emails, you know, through anything that you do, if you have any additional questions or anything that I can, um, help you with, um, I'm happy to. And the last thing I want to say is those of you that are interested in coaching, you can go to the art of becoming a coach.com and you can see another opt-in page and see what that one did and get a cool checklist and a toolkit. And we also have the breakthrough to coaching experience, which has interviews with some other coaches who weren't certified. So there's tons of free stuff for you Fantastic. On, and resources. So thank you, Anne-Marie. So much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, fantastic. What an incredible, incredible lady with so much information to share. So just again, all of those websites are going to be on our show notes. So pop on over to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES130. And all of the links that uh, Hillary shared will be there so you can click on through. Now, what aha, like there's going to be so many of them, but if you were to choose one aha that you got from today, show why not share it in the comments below let us know because I'm sure Hillary would love to, to find out as well what action are you going to take what insight did you have and how are you looking forward to that impacting your business as she said get out there have conversations start talking and networking with your ideal client ask lots of questions be curious and just start getting your coaching out there and from there it'll evolve into some great programs that you know your ideal client is going to love and step into such great information all right everyone we will be with you again next week with another incredible guest until then stay inspired bye for now this is Anne marie cross
you've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customised sponsorship packages by emailing sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.